Hello and welcome to this episode. Do you tend to be a worrier? Not a warrior. That's different. A warrior is what we are all trying to be, right? We're trying to be those warriors in hope. We're trying to find more courage so we can be free from all of the things that hold us back and keep us down. And worry is a huge one. Do you tend to go to worst case scenario? Not even just when something happens, but in general. You know, like Chicken Little. Remember that little story of Chicken Little, the sky is falling? A lot of people tend to be that way. And I think that some people are kind of wired to be more worriers. I think that's probably fair to say. But most worry has been learned. We learned it growing up. Perhaps we were surrounded by chaotic situations or people who worried a lot. Maybe you've had a series of disappointments or life just going sideways. Just a lot of very stressful situations in your life that caused you to kind of worry more than you probably should. So we protect ourselves. I remember doing this. We protect ourselves by staying on high alert. It's kind of silly when you think about it, but it's as if we feel like, well, if I stay worrying about this and and on high alert, I'll be ready. But I actually think it's the opposite. We are more ready if we're not in that mindset because then we we are stronger. We've got more energy. We're more present to handle whatever happens. Becoming a worry wart and staying there You know what it gets you? Because I know. Adrenal fatigue, lack of sleep, brain fog, unhealthy situations, and obviously bad mindsets. I don't know where this term worrywart came from exactly. Don't know what the history is. But I really started thinking about this because when I was a kid growing up, I had warts. I had warts on my hands and on my feet. And by the time I was able to get them taken care of, for good, I had about 40 of them between my hands and my feet. I can remember sitting on my front porch and putting that compound W stuff on all of my feet and all my hands, I mean, covered in that stuff, burning my skin, and it never seemed to work. And then mine were these seed warts. And I remember hearing about the seed warts, you know, they had little black seeds and that means they're going to go down into my system and make more warts. I was desperate to get rid of these warts. I heard they came from frogs, touching frogs. Do you remember that wives tale? I'd never touched a frog in my life. And it got to a point where the other kids didn't want to hold my hand. And when I was in elementary school, this is when it was maybe about seven or eight years old. And we we would do gym class and there was always something where you were holding other kids hands. So they would take my hand and they would immediately pull it away made me feel terrible. I mean, I was already the redheaded kid, right? And now I've got these warts. I was the redheaded warty kid, freckles and warts. And so I hated it. But my mom was a single mom. We were poor. It wasn't as if we could just go run out and get them taken care of. But at some point, finally, I was able to go to this doctor. I don't even know how I should ask my mom, but I was able to go to this doctor and I can remember being there and he burned off 40 warts on me all at once. And they said it was a lot. And I said, I don't care. I don't care how much it hurts. I don't care. I need these gone. I remember walking out with my hands and my feet all wrapped up and just burning. 
but it took care of it. I think maybe I got one or two other warts in my lifetime that I was able to get taken care of and I never had them again. But I started thinking about those seeds when it comes to worry. I don't really know how those seeds work and if it's even a a real thing. I didn't go investigate the seed wart in order to do this episode, but I will say that it's an interesting analogy because that's the way worry is. We're worry warts. And pretty soon that worry goes down inside of us and it pops up somewhere else. We don't typically just worry about one thing. When we become a worry wart, we worry about everything. You become conditioned. It's a habit, right? You are the kind of person who just stays on high alert and worries about this and worries about that. I know people like this who worry about everything. And I understand that it's impossible not to worry ever. Just like I tell you all the time, there's no such thing as being fearless, but we can fear less. We can definitely worry less. What if we could burn off the worry wart before it makes more, right? Isn't that a good analogy? Burn it off before those seeds get down inside of you and they pop up in other places. Life is scary. I said it before. So you have to combat it with courage. I mean, that's the bottom line. I could sit here all day long. I could give you a, some kind of a tape or some kind of an app where I would just put this into your brain all day long. You could hear me saying, be courageous, be courageous, be courageous, fear less. Don't be scared. It might help because I do believe that when we hear things over and over, we begin to believe them. But it's not that simple. It takes time. It's a process. You're going to have to do something if you want to combat that worry wart. You're going to have to create more courage. So specifically, really, what do you do? I've done a lot of things. And you know that I have my nine weapons of hope. And you can definitely learn about the nine actions through my books and workbooks. But the nine weapons of hope are really cool because I've taken them to a new level. And they are an online program and they're different. You can actually package it up with a little more access to me personally, or just work on your own through these nine weapons of hope. And I'm telling you, you should do it. It saved my life. All the, I still use these nine weapons to keep going, but I was thinking about a couple things that you could do. So one of them is your attitude. And that is one of the nine weapons of hope is called your attitude. And it's not just about having a positive attitude, although that does help, but it's not just about walking around all the time going, oh, everything's going to be okay. It's going to be okay because that's not always easy to do. You're literally going to have to retrain your brain because we do get into the habit of thinking the worst, the habit of being a worrywart. I firmly believe that most negativity, most uh, destructive, self-destructive mindsets are habits. We just get into those patterns of thinking. So you have to change them, which is why I created my disruptor word that I, I tell people to use. Use a disruptor word, something that's really powerful that will disrupt those thoughts and then replace them with different thoughts. So this is going to take some discipline on your part. So when the worry comes in, you go, whoa, 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 uh-uh, not going to think that way. And you know what? Here's the thing. That little worry thought, it could happen. The worst could happen. I mean, let's face it. 
But don't worry that there's going to be someone pointing their finger at you and saying, see, you should have worried. See, 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 it did happen. It's just not a healthy way to live. So you begin to change your thoughts as the worry comes in. Those, those literally the words that come into your brain, those, those that come out of your mouth, you switch them up ASAP, do it over and over and over until you become, become the kind of person who thinks differently. Another one of the nine weapons of hope I thought about with regard to this is your focus. We tend to focus on other people's lives and how wonderful they are and then everything going wrong in our lives. The thing about focus is that what you focus on tends to become magnified. So think about it. You're laying there in the middle of the night and you hear a little sound. Instead of you saying, well, that's probably the wind. And then thinking about something different, you go, oh, that's someone trying to break into my house. Oh, I heard another sound. Because if you really start to think about it and stay quiet in the middle of the night, you're going to hear sounds. You don't live in complete silence. There are sounds. But then what do we do with those thoughts? If you head down that road, that fear road, and allow your thoughts to wander in that direction, next thing you know, you're convinced they're like, you know, zombies outside your window or something. You know what I'm talking about. That's just one example, but we do that with lots of different things. We begin to think, "Uh uh-oh, what about this? Oh no, I'm worried about that. In fact, we even use those words. That goes back to this, your attitude and catching yourself. If you're the kind of person who's always saying, I'm worried about that, that worries me, try to change that up. It's fine to have concerns. Now, now don't just switch it up and say, well, instead of the word worry, I'm going to use concern. (laughs) You're just fooling yourself. It's okay to be concerned. It's okay to have healthy fears. It's when we're allowing those fears, that mindset, those worries to take over. And it's debilitating. We're powerless. We're literally paralyzed by fear and worry. Another thing that I began to do is, and this is one of my weapons of hope too, is called your spiritual armor. And I don't know what yours looks like, but I do know for me it is critical. But I began to, and I'm not trying to give you spiritual advice. I'm not a spiritual teacher. I'm not a Bible teacher or pastor or anything like that, obviously. But for me what has helped me is praying differently. So I do pray for specific things, but more importantly, I pray for courage. I pray for peace and courage. Peace takes courage, by the way. And, you know, courageous people learn how to live in peace. So courage might even be a little different than you think it is. So I learned to pray differently instead of just going, oh, please give me this, give me this. And then when it doesn't happen, uh oh, I'm still worried. I'm more worried. Uh oh, that didn't happen. I better worry about this other thing. What if you started to pray differently? So it it really goes to that whole mindset, right? Whether it's praying, whether it's thinking, it's switching up how you focus, what your mindset is going to be. So praying, thinking, the words that come out of your mouth, and even, you know, the people that you hang out with. Quit hanging out with a bunch of worry warts. It's going to rub off on you. I used to tell Sean and Jamie all the time when they were young, if you hang out with bank robbers, eventually you're going to become a bank robber. And it's the truth. You will either become so aggravated by the people you hang out with when you're trying to change, or you'll just succumb and be like them. So, like I said, it's a process of developing different habits, ways of thinking, and having tools 
like I told you about the disruptor word, because you need some tools so that you can combat it in the moment. And I know a lot of people go to counselors or, you know, have mentors and coaches and life coaches or friends or whatever, which is great, fantastic. But in those situations, it can be difficult because you don't have it right then. You don't have that person at your fingertips. And so you've got to wait until next month when you meet with them or wait until you can call your friend, you know, in three days or whatever it is. That's what's really cool about the nine weapons of hope because they're online. You can grab a hold of them. There's workbooks and, and um, each of the weapons has a tip sheet. So you could literally go through the weapons and then use the tips afterwards. Keep it handy and go, you know, th these are the, you know, the nine sheets, keep them really handy. Take a picture of them on your phone or have a PDF copy and you can just go, okay, I I'm feeling worried. What can I do right now? Oh yeah, that's right. This is a tip that I can use. Or you could literally log in and head to the website in the member site and you could go, okay, I'm going to go back to that particular module in this weapon because that's what I need right now. I need to hear it again. So I was speaking at this event recently and I had a two day, two slots where I was speaking, one on a Saturday morning and one on a Monday morning when they were closing their event. And when I got going, I often just read the audience and I kind of see, I, I can kind of feel where we are with things. And so something I had planned to say the following on Monday, I decided to do it right then. And I told them, you know what? I'm gonna have to switch up what I was saying because I had planned for this part to be on Monday. And somebody piped up from the audience. I so appreciated her. her name was Donna. And she piped up and said, we need reminders. Something like that. We need to hear things over and over. She's wise. That's a person that's going to go places in their personal development because we do need constant reminders. You can't just have this one little thing that you go, okay, yeah, I did that. Check it off my list. Done. That's why I love the nine weapons of hope and having access to them on an ongoing basis and 24 seven access to those resources. That's really key. So when worry comes in, I want you to, well, Forget when worry comes in first, I want you to do this in general. Start to switch up your thoughts as quickly as they can, whether they have anything to do with worry or not. If they're negative, self-defeating, they're not helping, switch them up. Work on that. If you do nothing else, that will help. Refocus. Stop focusing on everything that's going wrong and everything you're worried about. Why don't you focus on everything that could go right? What if that thing doesn't happen that you're so worried about? What if something better happens? We wait for storms to pass. But what if the storm doesn't pass? I'm not being a, a damp Debbie Downer here. I'm just telling you, this is life. Life is tough. What if the storm you're in right now doesn't pass? What if there's another one coming? I've certainly experienced that where it seemed like one wave after the next. Really? Where's spring? My goodness, seemed like it was winter all the time. So you don't have to brace for the storm, but you should prepare for it. That's what warriors do. Do you know the saying, hope for the best, but plan for the worst? It's interesting. And I think because that word, that phrase even has the word worst in it. And I think at first glance, people could think, well, that's negative. Plan 
I mean, hope for the best, but plan for the worst. That's not to say that you should run and, you know, buy, you know, a million cans of food and hunker down in your house because you're afraid the world's going to end. That's not what I'm talking about when I say to prepare. Don't brace for the storm. Prepare for it. That means becoming courageous. Having that strong mindset that knows that you will be good, not just okay, that you will be good no matter what. That's the key, my friend, is to be good no matter what, no matter what you face. You know that my daughter was murdered and I used to say the whole time Jamie and Sean were growing up, it used to make me sick to think about anything happening to them. I'm sure you can relate if you don't have kids to somebody you love that much and, and going, I mean, literally making me breathless, like, oh, like sick. If I even had a thought of something like that happening, if I heard a story of something happening to a child and I would say, I'd be done. You'd find me drooling in a corner somewhere. I would be done. And something really horrific, worse than I could have imagined happened, but I'm not done and I'm better than okay. And you can do that too. Prepare. Know in the, you know, at the onset, I wish I would have understood all of this when I was young, you know, that it's, we need to build courage, the right attitude. Wouldn't that have been awesome if you had that kind of thing to, to start out your life with? And I did that somewhat with my kids. I did it quite a bit actually with them. And then I lost it all when the, you know what hit the fan. I just kind of let it all go to pieces, but I'm really hoping that some of what we as warriors and hope together can go out into the world and, and express and teach and, and give to other people will help younger people to start teaching their young children, these very things, teaching them about courage and about a, a good mindset about not worrying so much about what everyone else is doing and focusing on your path in life. Don't brace for the storm, my friend. Instead, prepare for it. It's time to burn off that worry wart. Remember how I said earlier that I had those warts that they said, they said, you know, who are they anyway? They seem to know a lot of stuff we don't know. They said they were seed warts and that these little seeds would go down into my system and again, I didn't research it. Don't know if it's true. So, you know, don't tell me if it isn't. I'm just using this as an analogy. Great analogy, isn't it? You don't need those worry seeds going into your system and popping up other places because that's what's going to happen if you continue in that vein, in that worry mode about this thing. Next thing, you're going to be worried about that thing and the other thing and pretty soon everything else. It's time to burn off the worry wart. And if you want help doing that, I highly advise that you go to ValerieSilvera.com, hit Warriors and Hope, and use my resources. The best resource you can use is the Nine Weapons of Hope, which is one of my, co you can get that with one of my coaching programs. You can get the basic Nine Weapons of Hope program that you can just go through. It's guided. It's really cool. It's guided as progress tracking. And then there are some other, a couple other options for a little bit more, but at the very least I would get the nine weapons of hope. And I don't even want to say the very least because it's super, super powerful. Stop being a warrior. It's time for you to live as a warrior, a warrior who lives with courage 
and hope. I will see you next week. Have an awesome day. Thanks for listening. I will see you next time. And in the meantime, if you want to jump into Warriors and Hope and get access to free resources and check out all of our other coaching and resources, go to warriorsandhope.com. Whatever you're going through, know that you are not alone. I'm standing right there with you and alongside you as you stand up and learn how to fight, how to become a warrior in hope.